On this week's episode of Bungalore in the Bus, we're at Bagel Bruno. And someone has a beef with Beefy King. And we are one step closer to being able to scoot around the city beautiful. Scoot, scoot. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdegger. And I'm the guy that eats egg salad sandwiches in class, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You know, Brendan, I like tuna salad. I like chicken salad. I'm not a huge fan of egg salad. They're all stinky and they're all awful. Really? Yeah, bologna on a bagel. That's good for me. Oh, speaking of bagels... (laughs) We are here at Bagel Bruno tonight. Bagel Bruno in the former home of Hubbly Bubbly. If you're not familiar with Bagel Bruno, this is a brand new place here in College Park. And uh, it is delicious. You, we had a, you had an event here tonight, Brendan. Yeah, we have our Bungalore Buddies membership program. If you give a little donation to Bungalore.com, you get put on a list. And we have uh, an email where you get discounts set out to really cool... Uh, local businesses, or you can get an invite to events like this. So we and had about forty people come out. I was one of them to uh, to taste to taste Bagel Bruno for the first time. It was so so good. So yeah, we we got to have a little bit of bagel. We got a little bit of drink, and uh, we got to see it before everybody else gets to check it out. Yeah, it was really fun, and the staff is friendly and handsome. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, come check out Bagel Bruno. It opens a uh, soft opening right now. Opens on the 23rd for real. Yep. And uh, really, really, really good bagels. But here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the bungalow neighborhoods around it, such as College Park. Where we are tonight. Where we are tonight. Uh, Soto and Winter Park and Thornton Park. and All those places. All those places. And if you like what you hear... Go to bungalower.com and follow that on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And If uh, you want to. Yeah, no, no. Do it. Now. <laughs> but, uh, no, read us read us on there, too. There's some good stories. You do some good stuff, Brendan. Thank you. You're, You're working on a special project I right am. now. That, I mean, it's super secret, though. But it's, and there's a lot to it. Yeah, it's going to be a little you, bit. You you bit off a big project. So I'm I'd excited like to, do to share some it. things to help you out. Do you think we'll get it in time for uh, New Year's? Yeah, oh yeah, that'd yeah. be a great New Year's yeah. post. End of the year. Check. We're this being out. a little too vague here. I don't All like right, this. we're losing everybody. <laughs> What'd you do this week? This week, what did I do? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, who'd I'm you here, do? I'm here. <laughs> Oh, we went to Cows and Cabs together. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of who'd you do, Cows and Cabs <laughs> was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. That this was, was the event in Winter Park. All these restaurants come out. Uh, they have basically free food for us. John. And drinks. Like 50 different vendors. Oh, it was so good. It just good. kept going. It was I like think my favorite. There was a hog's head taco. <gasps> by Ravenous Pig. It was so good. We were eating their cheeks. And then uh, there was an the Al Pastor. cheeks, not the people cheeks. that own Ravenous Pig. <laughs> I would eat those, too. There was an Al Pastor taco by Hunger Street. It wasn't just all tacos, though. Which was great, too. No, it was everything. Those are, like, probably the only taco places that were there. <laughs> Pizza Bruno um, was there, which Pizza was Bruno. very good. I had so much fun, but we got, we got a little sauced. I had a drink or two. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I took you somewhere fun. Yeah, you and I went to Barcodes. <laughs> was I, you weren't going to say it, but I was going to but you did. You outed yourself. Went to Barcodes in College Park. The gayest of the gay <laughs> venues in Orlando. Gayer than Parliament. Parliament yeah. House is like more people friendly. Barcodes is like for dudes that like want to have a beer with their 
on the Sly Friends. Yeah, and you and I went together. And we did, and people were looking at us like... They are like, oh, those two. Now we know. Yeah. And now they I, think you're a bottom. I, to be fair, Brendan, I was the one that suggested it. Yep. Uh, only, I don't want to say only, but mostly because... You'd never been. I had never been, and I had driven by it huh. dozens of times. And John, everybody knows you'll try anything once. At least once. <laughs> And yeah, we went, we had a beer, we got to see their shop where they sold products that I didn't understand what they did. That was my, and this guy, this little shop owner had been there for 10 years. You should say, this is on Edgewater between uh, Fairbanks and Lee Road. It's on the right if you're going north. Tiny little Mason Block bar. Yeah. Very unassuming. We didn't venture to the shadowy parts in the back. We hear that's (laughs) where all the fun goes down. Well, we went in and had a beer and left, and yep. uh, it was fun. I'm, it glad was we, I'm glad we went in. Glad I got to experience it. Um, I got to explore underneath the Ivanhoe building. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were, were we there together? Yes, we've done it before. I actually went back. So this is the, f- it's a former water power plant. It's also where the Orlando Ballet used to, used to be. be. And they got kicked out because of black mold. Oh, and yeah. P- and also petroleum. it's the place around... Uh, Christmas and th- uh, New Year's where it says Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and so, all that. So that's why we got to go, John. The, I got invited by Christian, the executive director at Ivanhoe Village. Uh, she invited me to come in and see the sign get tested and explore the building. So I was like, heck yes. I don't care what is happening uh-huh. today, but I'm going back because I like going in there. Does um, it remind you of like a early 20th century insane asylum where yeah. some of their ghosts oh, yeah. are still haunting it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still flooding every time it rains because the building's lower than the water level of oh, nearby Lake Ivanhoe. That's why it has mold because it floods every time it rains. Uh, not smart, right? No, no. But I'm sure it's settled a little bit Probably or something. over the last hundred years yeah. or so. And so there's actually like this part that I call the catacombs. I don't know what it could have been. but That's it, where they put all the bad <laughs> people who were in the mental hospital, and a, now they're haunting the place. You can see a video that I put up on Instagram. There's like holes in the floor where it must have been They ducks. were trying to dig their way out. I think it was where they slipped the fish heads through. Like It's, it's just, basically the set for an American horror story. Oh, just scary. Yeah. Scary. Scary as hell, John. And You're right, because like the ceiling's really low. Like really do low. I don't know. They, there must have been machines and things like generators. Murders. And stuff. That's Murders. What they did there. Yeah. Ugh. I wasn't into it. What do you think they'll? Um, do you think they'll just but then that? on the top they have the Happy Holiday site. So we did. The, we went from <laughs> the bowels of the building all the way to the top, and there's still some gorgeous rooms. And then on the top, he tested the sign. You can see what that looks like. If Everything that, checked out. If that place floods, Brendan, what's the future of it? Is it just is it just going to be a building that we put a sign on, or one day does something <laughs> different happen? Well, the city owns it indirectly through OUC. OUC says they're not a city run or owned thing but it's a, it's the city owns the okay city. that's as far as i'm concerned it's so owned. like i mean once again and they're a sponsor so hopefully they don't get mad the, what do you think the future is to that building i think they're gonna sell it i think they will sell it to a developer and uh, then they'll knock it down and do something i think they'll gut it anyone who's gonna buy it wants to buy it because it's a special building it's and, a cool building and the I think bones inside john are beautiful the the bones of the murdered victims <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just really exposed brick and lots of archways and these giant grand windows and it's just a really special do, spot do you think they could fix it up enough to where it wouldn't flood and all that i don't know how you do that other than like just pouring concrete ah through I've, i mean once again i've been in there and i think it'd be a really cool like market 
place where you could do like weekend market or even like a whole market all the time. Gut it, make it condos with a market underneath. That'd and be great. It'd be great. It's just not much parking. I just, you know, as much as I want old buildings to stay, like I also want old buildings to stay and be something. Like to yeah. just sit there is not, is so not there helping anything. So there was a giant engine room in the back where they took out the engine and had to scoop out like all this polluted soil. And so that's all been treated. I had been told by OUC or someone, I can't remember, it was so long ago, that they had also waterproofed it since then. Whoa. But when you go in, not true because <laughs> it's like more mold than I've ever seen. I actually got a little like cough coffee from oh. it. Oh, you got um, black lung. I wouldn't doubt it. There was some like you could see mold on the doors. Really? Like on metal doors. And it, it was almost like lichen. You need to wear the hazmat suit. Well, like that's what I said. Bad. I said, should I even be in here? No. Like, we were brought in by a city employee and I was, just, and he's very nonplussed, doesn't care. And I had like my shirt up over my face. And I was like, I'm, I think we should be and have a mask or uh, something. You just took at least a year or two off your life. Why? Well, worth it. Worth it to go see inside <laughs> of a building. Inside of a building. And climb this giant ladder to the rooftop. And it was cool. Not many people get to do that. So it was, I was awesome. feeling no, I very lucky. That, I hope they do something with that building yeah. one day or something with that. Property, They're not going to get rid of it anytime soon. They're kind of just sitting on it until the right uh, opportunity comes along and they'll find somebody. I think a, a developer with a vision will be able to wrest it away from the city. It's, it's just going to take money. Lots of money. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like a multi-million but, dollar know, project. With the yard opening up, people are gonna, yeah. more people are going to be living over there and more people might see well, potential. Well, you, you look at that church property in Lake Yola Heights that was bought. And that's and just it, a small church. It's small. And they sliced it up into condos and each condo sold for like $5 million, You know, So if you're looking, if someone did that treatment, and I actually think the guy who did that Samsara project actually wanted to do that with this and the city said no. Oh, because they're just not sure yet. The right. city's in no rush to get rid of real estate. They sit on it as long as they can. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame because in the meantime, uh, the building isn't in great shape. Yeah, just it's going to turn into like a Stranger Things monster. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it did. There were parts of it where I felt like it was the upside, like the upside down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With all those spores floating around. I just saw Margaritaville at the Dr. Phillips Performing oh, Arts Center that's going all Still weekend. Here? Yeah, it's a it's a jukebox musical using all the music uh, by Jimmy Buffett. I don't know if I would like that. I'm not a big Jimmy <laughs> Buffett fan. You know what? I'm not either. Scotty went with me, and Scotty loves it. He actually read Jimmy's recent autobiography, really? and yeah, yeah. I mean, I would go to any show. Uh-huh. They don't they don't give me tickets, but I would go to any show. Uh, but I'm just I mean, I probably wouldn't buy tickets to a Jimmy Buffett musical. Um, I you know. I don't know if I would have gone and been happy. If People I didn't. that like Jimmy Buffett like yeah. Jimmy Buffett. They're, a lot of heads. a lot of man nipple, really. Like, like just dudes because it's set on a beach, like oh, in an yeah, island. You're wasting away, and those guys are just taking their shirts off yep. all through Pop the show. Tops and flip flops <laughs> and all that. That's what it was. Pop tops. And I know. Flip-flops. I know the song. Yeah. Cheeseburger in Paradise. That was also in there, I'm and sure. I won't say how. But it was fun. I thought it was actually a really cute musical. Uh, I was into it. Good. Yeah. It wasn't like groundbreaking theater. That's fine. But Not everything for, has to be. No. Then the people who were there were really into it. There are a lot of parrot heads. <laughs> this lady showed up dressed like a cheeseburger. Really? Sat up at the front. You were probably like, where'd you get that yeah. costume? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to use that? Oh, this? I want that. Is it a. <laughs> I'm going to do a vegan one next year. Uh, C Lane was there, and, and, and he told me later that, uh, well, I guess he talked about it on the radio, uh, the ladies in front of him got kicked out for being too drunk. And, too drunk? Yeah. And a parrot head? Margaret? No, yeah, no yeah, such yeah. thing. Yeah, well, it's not a concert. It's Whatever. You know, a show at 
Tony Dr. Phillips. <laughs> it was fun. And then I also today got to go to uh, the Morse Museum. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that, Brendan. <laughs> uh, okay. So following up, if you're, if you're just tuning in, I have a, a an interesting relationship yes. with the Morse yes, Museum through the years, and so they invited me to come check out the uh, their exhibits. And we should say this is in Winter Park. In Winter Park, beautiful museum. Uh, I didn't know how big it was. Largest, you've probably said that before. Largest <laughs> collection of Tiffany glass and Tiffany artwork in the yeah. world. And I on think. paper, like I'm sure inside I'm like snore, right? What does that mean? It's lamps, right? Uh-huh. So I went in and they showed me. So I you actually had a great time. <laughs> so you judged it before you actually went. I guess I and did. And then you actually went and you're like, oh, this ain't so bad. No, I actually had a great time. Good. And, and the uh, Jen, the curator was there and then Emily, the marketing lady, and they walked me around and, uh, and there were like die hard fans in there who go as much as they can, and it's, and they were just following our 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 shadows. You it's know? a great museum; it really is. John, I was really impressed. Good. I was really impressed. I didn't know about the chapel inside. Yeah, so the chapel's from the I believe the eighteen ninety three World's Fair, which was in I would Chicago. get married there. I would like, I would I everything in there was fantastic. Yeah, and so it was built for the World's Fair, yeah. taken down, and and then I think eventually put back up at his home in New York. And then taken down again and rebuilt here in, in Winter Park. So it's a it's a fantastic museum if you've never been. It's not that expensive. And actually, I think during like November, December, it's usually free on, I think, Fridays or Saturdays. Fridays, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. And then they're doing the, their Christmas in the park uh, at Winter Park where it's one night only. I don't know that date off the top they of my head like singing and i want to say the fifth or the eighth or something we'll share place. it on bungalow.com and you'll be you get to see some of these windows on display at night in the park it's like the best selfie opportunity um i was just really into it I, I loved it i think i would go back actually soon and actually think it's probably one of the best uh gift shops i've seen oh yeah in town it's good best gift shop. gift shop yeah oma needs to learn something from them not sure if they have a copy of the 100 things to do in orlando before you die there but or my parks book okay. that i wrote because i'm an author too uh-huh. you know I'm i haven't seen that you're there. an author <laughs> i'm not a co-author. <laughs> which i thought i had an editor for that book and i didn't so there's some spelling mistakes <laughs> first edition just look at the picture yeah <laughs> So, Brendan, we've gone through all that. Yeah. And uh, we had some big news this week. I woke up to a tragic news on Monday, I yeah. believe it was. Someone had a beef with Beefy King. Oh, no, you've been working on that. I <laughs> so, uh, yeah. on mo- overnight Sunday, Monday, I believe. Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm sorry. 1 a.m. Tuesday morning. Where's my week going? That's all right. There was, a, there was a fire at Beefy King, which is one of the oldest restaurants here in Orlando. 51 years in business. It's on Bumby. If you've never been, you should get over there soon when they reopen. We'll tell you why here in a second. Okay. But uh, they make awesome roast beef sandwiches and tater tots and Orlando Institution. Horseradish. There, yeah, yo, you got to get the horseradish. <laughs> And there was a fire there, a mysterious fire. It turns out it was an arsonist. It was. Started this fire at 1 in the morning. Some weird dude. Uh, I don't yeah. know if he's weird. No, it's been reported that oh, he's, he's weird. Oh, he's weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. They found this is uh, John Carroll. Carroll, but like C-A-I-R-L. Carroll? Carroll. Carroll. John's already a John, suspicious name. John Carroll Huff. Uh, 36 years old. He was found out hanging out by uh, found hanging out by drunken monkey, causing a scene. 
Monkey staff saw that said that they saw him uh, hanging out behind Beefy King with some lighters. This was at like one in the morning. Too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they reported him. And they caught him quick. I was really surprised how fast this happened. He was hanging out. The cop was literally there, <laughs> like, investigating, taking their statements. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's right over there. <laughs> he was like, literally. Do you, do you know what he looks like? Yeah, he looks like that guy. That right guy there. right over there sleeping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's what happened. Huh. And, uh, and That actually, night? The next day. Next day. The next, like, today they got him, Wednesday. Okay. We're recording this early. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's video surveillance as well. And it's the same guy, star on his arm, like, star tattoo on his arm. Like, just clearly the same dude. Okay, before we go farther, weren't there a bunch of arsons? Uh, fires like in Lake Eola Heights like months and months ago? Uh, yeah, I want to say a year ago. Not connected? Not connected. Okay. I don't anyway. think so. I don't know if Maybe. they ever caught that guy. But Maybe. he immediately confessed to being the... Uh, say the, it? The, the beefy... I can't remember what I said. The beefy king bandit. Be, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I wish bandit I said means that stealing, but that's all right. I still like it. Beefy king bandit. Good alliteration. He burnt everything down. The beefy king burner. Burn... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so they caught this guy. Luckily for Beefy King and the rest of us who like Beefy King and roast beef sandwiches in general, uh, they're not. They're, it didn't destroy their building. They, they have been closed a few days. It was a pretty superficial fire on the outside. Yeah. It did hurt some of the roof, and it's then not, and the fire not even a good arsonist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. It just sounds you like know, he was just burning. I think it's like an attention thing. No, I don't. I think he was just some weirdo burning stuff. Once again, you don't think he was trying to get attention? No, I think he was just like, I like burning things, and he and I it like got out of control. Too. Doesn't mean I'm going to burn down a beefy king. Burning bridges. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. It's a shame. Uh, he, he confessed multiple times, so we can confidently say it was him. So, so the beefy king is going to reopen hopefully soon. Uh-huh. They haven't. Maybe I don't think they've set a date yet. No, I sent them an email. We're pretty tight with them, so I'm hoping they let us know, and then we can come in. I want to do a cash mob, and that's yeah. when, when everybody brings five bucks or something. You just show up and buy something. I agree. I yeah. think we should do that. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. It. I did a video on them a long time ago. Wonderful people. Yeah, they are. They really only are. the nicest family, people. Family run business. You know, they had other locations. Back in like the 60s. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I think there was one in Deland. And then this is the only one that ever survived. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I hope, uh, hope everything works out well for them. Wasn't there like somebody who spotted, I know there was somebody at Drunken Monkey, but like somebody like called it in right afterwards, right? At one o'clock they saw it and they thought it was yeah. a roof fire. Which I think is the why person who called it in should get free Beefy King <laughs> for life. Uh, I agree. Okay. I think the cop who booked the guy should get free Beefy King too. Well, that's their yeah. job. Yeah, <laughs> I work at the sheriff. That's their job. I mean, yeah, they can get it too. They're they're great. I like I think the person who reported it. Fast thinking person should get beefy king. king for life. Uh, well, let's fight for it. Okay, let's fight for that. If we're not going to do it, who is? We'll give them back rubs. <laughs> I'll do it. Only if you <laughs> only if you're cute though. Uh we're gonna be hosting helping to host a Krampus Fest block party. Yeah, tell me about this. It's taking place on December eighth. If you don't know what Krampus is, he's I haven't like, seen the movie. But you know what it's it's based on an actual yeah. thing though? Yeah. Okay. The movie's not great. Oh. Yeah. I'm well, a little spoiler alert. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Guess They're, I won't watch it. It's a <laughs> it's a block party in the milk district hosted by the milk people and uh and what's his face? Sean Noonan, who owns Eola General and uh, Market on Magnolia. Yep. Um, 
they Krampus is like the evil twin of Santa Claus, and he it's it's like the Alpine regions of Europe. He's like a horned demon, yeah, who will kidnap and punish bad children and spank them. Uh, <laughs> and then they have these things called Krampus lofts, Krampus loft. That's how and you it's, say it. right, and it's like a parade, a spanking parade, John, <laughs> where people dressed like these demons will parade down a street and they'll like pull you up from the crowd and spank you uh and they're gonna do that so if you have a kid you can go before seven o'clock but they're not they are encouraged to go home after seven. Oh, it gets crazy after it does seven. get crazy yeah uh it's starting at five though so you have two hours before the spanking <laughs> the begins because we all know in today's world spanking is not allowed uh-uh. no Unless it's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of food vendors, Christmas vendors, like costume contests. And so we're a proud media sponsor of it. That's happening again on December 8th. And uh, Soto is getting a new warehouse project. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a CUP. That's a conditional use permit. CUP? CUP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> My mama. <laughs> what is, how does so wait, just up? like a new warehouse? I want, say I want you and spell cup. No, I know that. <laughs> I was in third grade one time in my life. Uh, it's A CUP was filed by Hughes, Inc., to build a six-acre project just north of Super Target in Soto, they want to do. They want to renovate a thirty-thousand-square-foot warehouse and then add double that and two more buildings with restaurants and a microbrewery. Uh, it's like a really fancy, like industrial chic development. Where it's interesting to see that happening in Soto because a lot of people will just put in uh, residential. Right yeah. now, the residential, you can make more money. So it's great to see a company doing something more experience. I agree. And uh, they need more stuff in Soto. I think they're it's building up down there, but I feel like they yeah. could use a few more things to Orlando do. Orlando Brewing's going to be going away in a couple of years, you know, because the Orlando Health bought the building and want them out. So we need things like that in that area. The name, the working name of this is Grant Street Supply. If you want to see the renderings, <laughs> it doesn't sound very exciting. I know, but sounds I, like a garden store. They're like owning that. They're owning that experience. Are they on Grant Street? Yeah, are on Grant Street. Yeah, I think it looks really beautiful it's by uh, Dap Design, which is that young architecture firm based out of Ivanhoe Village. There are some interesting buildings over there, sort of behind oh. Super Target along the like, railway. Yeah, there. like beautiful like, buildings. Like they could be really cool stuff. And I'm hoping they do, they Dap Design or like Interstruct Inc. We have a lot of really cool up and coming uh, architecture firms. I shouldn't say up and coming. They're they've come. They're doing well, <laughs> uh, and they specialize in. Uh, adaptive reuse so we're out of time let's come back after the break and we'll tell you about uh why it costs more money to take an uber to universal versus anywhere else in town and about a guy who said he was having a jay-z concert and ran away with money orange county library system wants to make sure you know about these three things Invest in the success of the next generation of entrepreneurs at Orlando Children's Business Fair on November 17th at our downtown location. This one-day marketplace gives children the chance to debut their innovative projects. Want to make your presentations pop? Our Windermere branch can help with Microsoft PowerPoint Levels 1 through 3, which will be taught on November 19th. 
Learn the basics on up to adding animation and hyperlinks to your presentation. Beginner Dance for Seniors will be at our Fairview Shores branch on November 20th. You'll learn basic dance steps from Central Florida Community Arts and get some exercise in a fun way. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I am the schmear you put on your bagel. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Speaking of bagels, we are still here at Bagel Bruno right here in College Park. They haven't kicked us out yet. a special event that you had tonight. Yeah, for our Bungalore buddies. See, we have a membership platform, John. Yeah, you do. Where if people donate a little bit of money every month, they uh, they get exclusive invites. Does this to all things. go to your mansion payments? No, it goes to. I don't get it. It all goes to Bungalore, <laughs> so they can pay my salary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're here at Bagel Bruno. It's brand new here in College Park. Come check it out. It used to be where Hubbly Bubbly was. They yep. took it over. So so good. Before we go too far, I want to say one thing about this place. Say it. What I really like about uh, this place and all the other foxtails, to be honest with you, is that they sort of they do it right. Like they they really take care of of opening and they they make it look like a really cool restaurant and they care about the details. I'm not just saying we're not sponsored or anything tonight, but you walk in and you're like, all right, like everything in here looks like it has a purpose. The flooring is like hexagonal tiles meets like wood slats. Yes. Like, I've seen that on Pinterest. That's hot AF. And and I say this because, you know, you and I, we go to different restaurants and bars. We do our show. And, yeah. and we don't, even when we just go out, some places are like, you walk in, you're like, ah, this place, you know, they, they kind of did a crummy job of just, like, decorating it and putting it together. They just opened really quick. And I don't feel like they do that at Foxtail. Like, they really take care of their restaurant. And it shows. They did a great job. I'm yeah. really excited. Uh, we got to do a little exclusive party here for our members and uh and the food's great but yeah. if if you're planning on coming this week they're in their soft opening like we said earlier you should definitely come before 11 o'clock yeah because if they sell out they're done serving bagels yeah, they they're ain't done more bagels they they ran out of bagels today on wednesday uh at 10 30 a.m yeah they'll send you to Publix to go get a bagel and it ain't gonna be as good it's good they're boiling them and wood firing them and yeah check out the bungalow or facebook we did a live video we did. You can check it out yeah. with this really cute dude who just took us around. That's me. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> if you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com and uh, you can read all about the things we talk about. Let's talk about uh, Ubers. Ubers. Ubers of Boobers. Okay. You, you have an Uber or a Lyft? I'm a Lyft guy yeah, for political yeah. reasons. I agree. You know, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean by that. I know yeah. the, the CEO of Uber said something recently. He said something like, we should sort of get over all the stuff that's happening in Saudi Arabia when they uh, murdered that journalist. Yeah. I said, ah, kind of just get over that. Let's forgive them. <laughs> like, so. Lesson <laughs> 101 on how not to be, how not to get my money. However, before you say anything else, Brendan, I do want to say, like, the people that work there, though, it's it's not their fault. Like, the, the drivers. No, but they're all driving for Lyft, too. They are. They're all, they are. They're all double dipping. I had an interesting uh, ride the other day yeah. on, at Uber. I, I got an Uber from the airport. Too little handy? No, no. no. <laughs> the, guy who, the guy who gave me the ride, though, I had to get a ride from the airport to home, and it was really late. It was like midnight. 
uh, guy gave me a ride because you wouldn't pick me up, Brendan. And uh, he <laughs> I had, couldn't pick you up. Uh, it's all right. What? So this guy had this. I mean, I, I think this happens a lot with Uber. This guy had this story where he was from Jordan. Yeah. Moved to Chicago. Said yep. it was too cold there. Moved to Orlando. He's been working Uber for like years. He he basically told me it was a not not a good way to make a living. And uh, I just kind of felt bad for him. But he, he was super nice guy. I good English? Do you have good English? Uh, yeah, yeah. He actually yeah. fixes cars on the side. But he said he makes better money doing Uber right now. So, anyway. I, uh, I had an archaeologist driving around, an anthropologist who teaches. Like, he's a university professor and just sometimes just picks up shifts every Great once in a while and talk to the folks i know i would love to do like people of people of rideshare or something yes. like you just collect those stories i always ask them questions yeah so what's the news on on uber though they uh if you've ever taken one to universal at least recently they're charging a new fee they're they're charging four dollars four dollars to to ride to universal because universal's making them build a rideshare hub Oh, you know, like specific to catching Uber. The the airport kind of has one. They have like two spaces where you can get picked up. Yeah. They tell you you got to be under sign thirty two or twenty eight. And that has something to do with uh, the Mears monopoly. That, you ah. know. Uh so I wonder if that has. It must be the same thing I there. They're all partners now. Mm, well, you know, friends a little bit. Yeah, they. Uh, they don't want to pay for it. So Universal so doesn't want to pay for it. They're making Uber pay for it. And Uber doesn't want to pay for it out of pocket. So they're charging an extra $4 per ride wow. from Uber riders who go there to uh, pay for it. And I'm sure some people don't even sort of look at it until you're done. You're like, oh, it's 20 bucks." And I hope it shows up in the estimate that you get. I'm sure. But I wonder if it says plus four, if it just adds it all in. You don't even know. At the end, that's not cool. That's gouging. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pay attention to that. Otherwise, get dropped off at one of the hotels so you don't just have to walk pay. over and just walk. Yeah, I do that sometimes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If you go to the hotel and then walk over, they have really neat little like bridges. And so this money pathways. will go towards a, a built a ride fancy little hub? ride share uh, lounge air conditioned. You know, Why do they need that. Because Universal told them they needed it. Okay. They didn't want them intermingling with all the bus picker-uppers. Doesn't happen at Disney, though, right? No. I guess Disney's so big, you could just be like, drop me yeah, here. Yeah, you're fine. You don't get picked up anywhere at Disney Springs. Who knows? Uh, so before the break, we were talking about this guy, uh, Andres Fernandez and his company, I think it's Kadei, Kadai Entertainment. They, uh, they pulled investments for something that they called... Art of Rap Tour in 2016. He collected $31 million. Oh, this was the scam guy. From 134 investors. So wait, what did he do? What did he want to do? He was pretending that he was throwing a concert with like Jay-Z and Snoop Dogg. And, uh, you know, really, really famous name dropping rap rap uh -huh. artists. And he didn't know any of them. So he's been actually finally convicted on 12 counts of wire fraud and he could fa or he's being convicted so it's still in the works and he could face 20 years in prison wow, he's from orlando yeah that's crazy i know how long do you feel like that takes to like you got to keep that game up for a long time i right i also want to know where do you, where do you get a rolodex of people 
You know, 134 people gave him $31 million. I know. I hear that. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, How do I get these I people? I, I mean, we don't even need, we can take half yeah. that and be all right. This is like Fire <laughs> Festival, except it didn't even happen. You know, and the guy, and it was one dude. He just ran away with the cash. Didn't even like. I feel like if you're that good, you could find something to do legally. Yeah. And make maybe not $31 million, but like. Two million. Well, the idea is that you take the thirty-one million and you make like a hundred and thirty-one, right? Yeah. You're not just going to pay back what you. I don't know. I don't know. in. Talk to, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I would just. No. I'd get nervous. But I'll like, tell you right. what. You give me a couple grand, I'll give you something. I'll give you a cool event. <laughs> you just get a bunch of lookalikes, exactly. like the Jay Z <laughs> and the Snoop Dogg lookalike. Like, no, that's, that's Jay Z up there. I got it's, no, no. That's uh, Jason X Y Z, and <laughs> it'd be. It'd be like a concert at the Madame Tussauds. Be like, yeah, that's Jay Z <laughs> right Jay-Z. there. Ooh, we got a boombox behind him. Hologram <laughs> with thirty-one million dollars, you could do a hologram concert of Jay Z uh-huh. and just say that that was in the subtitles. Like thirty-one million dollars, you could hire Jay Z and I, he would just come do a concert. That is just well, probably not. Well, I think so for thirty-one million. Yeah, poor thing. You All can't right, well, fault him though. Uh, Jason and the Chins over at uh, Jason and Sue Chin at Osprey Tavern are hosting their Ramen Rumble. They've already sold out their tickets for the December 9th event, but I'm talking about it because they're going to be opening tickets up again next week. Ah. So if you want to get these limited edition tickets for this ramen cook-off, really good ticket in Baldwin Park on December uh, 8th. Keep your eyes peeled for the Osprey Tavern Facebook and Instagram pages for when they release those tickets. I do like ramen. Where's your favorite ramen here in uh, Orlando? I think <laughs> I like the broth at Ginya. Okay. Yeah, Ginya's pretty good. Thornton Park. Yeah. I like the fillings at Domu, though. Yeah, everybody loves Domu. What's your favorite? I like I like Jade here in College Park. I did like them. You brought me there for the yeah. first time. I loved Their it. Their seafood one is so good. They, so uh, good. The three chefs will be competing for the title of Best Ramen. Danny Cha from Kaizen Izakaya, Reese Golick from Swan and & Sons, and Jundel Damankas from Kai Asian Street Fair. They're going to be competing. Tickets are 45 bucks. Sounds delicious. Brendan, one thing that I did this week, we uh, we have something called SWAT Roundup going on right now. I'm so mad at you about I'm this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But continue. I'm a little burpy so from all my bagels. SWAT Roundup uh, is is a international competition that we host here in Orange County every year. It's exactly and what it sounds like. We have SWAT more than dudes. 50 teams from all over the world. Kuwait, I Hungary, didn't know that. Jamaica. Dutch, yeah, you got all, Dutch SWAT guys. Team here, so Norwegians. These, uh, I don't know. Oh my so god! So all these different SWAT teams. I are had here. the stream. I had the stream. <laughs> all these teams are competing here at the uh, in Orange County at the, with their shirts off. With their shirts off. No, their shirts are off. Holding guns. <laughs> they are. They are holding firearms. Oh my gosh! And so uh, our Orange County Sheriff's Office team is competing as well. So I was out there this week to go check that out. I posted a video. This week on the sheriff's Climbing office. ropes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Climbing ropes. You want to write a post about it for Bungalower? No. I'll you share can, it. You can watch your the video. video. Just watch can the I video. Can I share your video? Do I have to sure. ask or just share it? No, you don't have to ask. What, have you ever been on on social media? I always before? ask people. Well, if I can share. No, I'm going to share it on bungalow.com. You can do that. Yeah. With I, credit. We're a government agency. You can do whatever you want. That's what I just heard. <laughs> I'm going to re-edit it. Make okay. it really sexy. You could do that. Yeah. 
it's fine. I like big butts. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what were some of the things they had to do? So they do a, a whole week of competitions uh, and different events. I was there today and and uh, <laughs> on Wednesday, and the thing they do today it was called Officer Rescue. Okay, and so they have to like. Go in, and uh, they actually shot at targets. They crawled over uh, like a rope Each over other? a boat. Okay. And then they had to carry like a, a dummy 100 <laughs> yards or something like that. So Did they give it mouth-to-mouth? No, no mouth-to-mouth, no. Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Just in your dreams. They're so excited to watch this video <laughs> in slow motion with the sound off. <laughs> you can superimpose your face in there, baby. <laughs> like in the bushes? Yeah. Like, ah. Hello. Hello. But they do other stuff where they like shoot from towers. I think. Okay, yeah, it's crazy. I think it sounds really fun. So they, yeah. ha- where do they all stay when they're here? All over, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do they go out after? <laughs> no, are they really going out to know the where bar? These SWAT guys. Yeah, are. I love SWAT guys. Yeah, yeah. They were, these are like tough dudes too. Yeah, they're at the top of their game. Oh yeah, they are. They know what they're doing. They're gruff, but then like the minute they're like off. You know, like out having fun. They're uh-huh. cool. They're cool dudes. I like SWAT guys. Yeah, I mean they. I mean they got to deal with some situations that are probably pretty tense. Yeah, so they like lean into their drinks. Uh-huh. They, Although like, the funny thing was, so I, so all these different teams are there, but I mostly followed the sheriff's office because that's where I, uh, uh-huh. that's where I work, and I, I ran with them the whole time, okay, just to like shoot video. And I kept up with them, and it was. And I think they were kind of a little impressed that I could at least like run with them I with was equipment going backwards because wow. I wanted to get the footage of them. And uh, I, I could overhear some people in the audience or the crowd because there's a lot of people there. They're like, "Go storyteller, you got this storyteller." <laughs> so yeah, I was a little proud. I was proud of that. Making. We're, we're recording on Edgewater Drive, so you're going to hear yeah. some of those farting bicycles every Granted, once in a while. If, uh, if it had came to like shooting things, probably wouldn't have hit the targets. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it. I want to try those things. All right. You want to go shoot firearms? Yeah, but like, will you match make me with a really sexy SWAT guy <laughs> that'll flirt with me I'll a little see bit? see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Put it out there. Say, my really gay friend wants to <laughs> learn how to shoot. I won't sell it like that. Who's going who's gonna to teach my super gay friend <laughs> who's probably going to touch your butt how to shoot a gun? Can we do that? Maybe we have uh, some sort of, like, gay-friendly shoot, like like firearms training. Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to do a video. So we, do have, we have a day trip thing that I started calling straight tripping. You want to go skeet shooting? <laughs> Would you do that? Yeah. Okay, let's go do it. Yeah. I want to do, but I want to do a whole series called Straight Trippin' where it's me as a super gay man right, doing, really, done. doing <laughs> really straight activities. Oh, okay. And we'll call it Straight Trippin'. Okay. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, I can't lift this gun. <laughs> oh, it's really hard. Can you help me? You can go alligator hunting. I want to do all that stuff. Python hunting. Oh, I totally want to do that. Yeah? Will you help me? Uh, I don't know if I could do that. Why? I just don't I don't really have a desire. I kind of feel bad for the snakes and make I know bank. they're invasive species. I totally get that. Make bank. I just don't think I could like I don't know if I could kill it. The state's hiring full-time python hunters. I know. Well, they found some right here. I'm like, these guns. <laughs> Check out these pythons. <laughs> uh, they're hiring. They start hunting these pythons. <laughs> don't have to hunt hard. They're right here, ladies. <laughs> they're fifty. Uh, they're hiring fifty python hunters professionally to work with the Fish and Wildlife. They probably get paid what hundred bucks an hour, two hundred bucks an hour, fifteen dollars an hour, dollars an hour, and then an additional. Twenty-five dollars per foot 
outside of if it's four feet long, you get an an additional twenty five <laughs> for every foot after that. So you have to keep up. I feel like you'd have to pay me more to do that to kill. Listen, they what, had twenty six hundred people apply. There were at least I would think ten thousand people in Florida who would love to be a prof- get paid to just walk around in the bush and kill snakes. I don't know. I couldn't do it. Why? Could you? Yeah, I could do that. Really? Yeah. I, you you could you could just like chop a snake in half. Yeah. I don't think I could. I uh, used Once to again, a, I get their invasive species. I, I'm yeah. glad somebody else is doing it. I just don't know if I Snakes could. don't have feelings. No? Well, okay. That being said. They probably don't. I have seen that video from India. There was like forest fires and a drought. And this cobra comes out of the woods. And these people fe- give it water out of a water bottle. Uh-huh. And, then it, and it drinks so. it. And it thinks it like bows and walks away. Like from Ricky Tiki Tavi yeah. or something. That made me question my feelings about snakes. But... For the most part. Okay. I don't care. I used to have a snare line when I was a kid and kill bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, like, torture them, but, like... No, you just ate ate them them. raw. Yeah. My dog ate (laughs) most of them before I got to them, because he'd have to... Yeah, I mean, mean, I'm glad people do these things, and and it needs to be done. It's just not for me. Uh, okay, let's change their own. All right, you're you're a definite wuss. <laughs> Have you done the Mayor City Academy before? I don't live in the city of Orlando. You can still do it. They don't like they don't like us outside. As a county resident, you can't no. do it. No, I mean I think if unless it doesn't fill up, they might let me huh. in. It's but. a uh, for those who don't know, it's this annual thing. It's a free eleven to twelve week course. This time it's it's eleven <laughs> weeks. And you get to learn about what makes the city tick. So if you like Bungalow or in the Bus, you'd probably be into this. Yeah. And, probably already uh, know. You probably already, and you've probably already done it. You're, you probably <laughs> raise your hand and be like, that's not that's not what they talk about on Bungalow or no. the Bus. Right. Uh, Brandon what? told me that this isn't how it really happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that happens. Uh, I was accepted once, but then I got a job at Orlando Weekly, and I couldn't take it. So I had to drop Why? out. Uh, I just wasn't sure I could keep up because oh, it was okay. like a new gig. You it know? wasn't like somebody told you you couldn't. No. All right. I just wasn't sure I could do it all. Uh, hindsight 2020, I totally could have. <laughs> uh, you just show up on like a Thursday night, right? I, go Thursday to, night and you go on like a field trip. Yeah, it sounds around. great. No, it's a great program. Yeah. If you want to participate, you can. Uh, the deadline is December 20th. Better just hurry up. Type in Mayor City Academy on bungalore.com for the. Start our own city post. academy. You and I have our own version. I feel like that's kind of what this is. Ours could be a lot more fun. Bungalore and bus school. Way more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Bungalore and the bus school for little people. <laughs> school for tiny people. Who can go to this institute? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do you want to talk about? No, no. no. All right, it's from. Uh, Z- oh, I just I was gonna say Zaboomafu, Zoolander. Uh, <laughs> oh, for ants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then I school got it. for ants. <laughs> oh, I messed it up. That's why. Bloomberg Philanthropies wants to paint our pavement. Uh, Michael R. Bloomberg, who former owns, mayor, former mayor of New York. All right, running for president. Maybe he's got a lot of money. Uh, he started a new grant program called the Asphalt Art Initiative that will give ten cities twenty-five grand apiece to uh, paint their pavements in the efforts of s- reducing speed. 
And I call them visual speed bumps. They've been known to reduce speeds by 25 to 30% by what painting want, the pavement. What do they want to paint? Is anything? Like geometric weird designs or like whales swimming through fish. Like little pictures. How about like giant holes? Giant so holes. you're like driving. You're like, whoa, there's a <laughs> hole. Better slow down. You do that too. You get 25 grand. The deadline's December 12th. If you're a neighborhood association that's tired of people speeding up and down your streets, uh, check it out. Just type Bloomberg into the bungalow.com search bar. All right. Yeah. I like uh, it. We should put out a Thanksgiving roundup. It's live on bungalow.com. If you don't know where you're going to be eating for Thanksgiving or if you don't want to cook, uh, I have a rolling lineup of restaurants that will be open Thanksgiving Day as well as places where you can get pre-made meals. Cool. Yeah. And it took a lot of work, so please go click on it. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, we, we sort of talked about this last week very 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 briefly uh-huh maybe you can add a little more to the the brewery that's supposed to open on obt do you have any more details on that dead or? words brewing yeah this was uh, i don't with know a, much about it john it was like uh, the old the army army store al's army store it's between um colonial and like washington or central that sounds right somewhere around there yeah, somewhere yeah. between on that strip of obt i know they're putting in a million dollars worth of investment in the wow. renovation uh it's gonna be giant so we'll also have a restaurant use i don't know who's behind it uh i had some other brewery owners asking me about them sending me emails about who these people were i have no idea that's interesting because like it's interesting to put a brewery right there because i mean there's slowly more development on obt there i mean there's you know that's obviously the Police station opened there. There was a, a new gas station, which doesn't sound that exciting. But ever since I've lived here in Orlando, you know, that's always been a stretch that yeah. there's just not a ton of new development. There's not. And uh, and actually, it's interesting. They just passed the little bit of a tangent here. They passed the uh, the city commission said yes to the scooter ordinance. Yes. And what's your take on scooters? Pro or con? Pro, I don't think we should be sacrificing the bikes for I don't them. either. I don't either. That's ridiculous. First of all, I am pro scooter. This is like this is actually a minority um, opinion, I think, though. Yeah. Most people are anti-scooter. Yeah. Well, most people, we have a very <laughs> noisome opposition in the sense that people who don't like the bikes generally don't like them because they feel like they're cluttering up the public realm. Like they have this clean up your toys mentality. Okay. Which like, I see them like park benches almost. I just, I agree. I don't really see them as an obstacle. That being said, I'm not someone in a wheelchair and I'm sure that can get, I don't think they should be like in the middle of sidewalks. I think they need to be where they should be or at least out of the way. Yeah. I do agree on that. But if they're on the side of the road, that doesn't bother. That's on the users. It's not on the company. And I, I am pro-mobility. I like being able to park in a faraway parking spot that's free and then hopping on a bike for, like, two bucks. And yeah. Then, right? I like, agree. I would no, rather, rather do, do that, that yeah, than, than pay $10 at a parking garage. Yeah. which So I like that. I don't know if I'm going to be as comfortable on the scooter as I will on the electric assist bikes. We'll see what happens. Anyway, what I was getting at, and we're running out of time, uh Regina Hill really was into it, into the scooter program, but they she fought for them to now have twenty percent of the scooters, at least in this first reading, will have to be on the west side of I four. Ah, she was like, "This is great, but they should be open to everybody." I agree. I argue they are open to everybody, even the bikes. Currently, the reason they're not staying on the I four on the other side of I four 
It's because the people who are like they get left there, but if they're not being used and picked up by nearby residents, then the company will move them back to high traffic areas. Yeah. So if your residents aren't using them, then it's not the fault of the company for moving them back to high traffic areas. Your residents need to use them. They're not. These aren't mobility for everyone. This is for people who don't mind shelling out two to ten dollars for a ride yeah right so it's a little bit of an elitist system uh-huh. uh uh it's i don't know just something to keep in mind we gotta go brendan we do yeah we do no time for events we'll have our event picks up because there's tons of things happening including go to renegers this weekend hot air balloons extravaganza renegers festival of trees opens and uh silky ganache is going to be at parliament house all right well thank thanks uh bagel bruno and foxtail coffee here in college park for hosting us and we'll see you guys next week bye